This is the Star Wars Rant Podcast. Two longtime friends, Brian and Jacob, talk all things Star Wars. They may not be Star Wars experts, but they won't let that stop them. Welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Seddon. And I'm joined by Jacob Furlow. Jacob Furlow. So this is our first podcast of 2021. Yeah. We made it. We, we survived. We took a little time off. We actually did try to do one episode, but it didn't turn out well. No. And so we just said, we'll do a, do a different one. That's right. We'll do a different <laughs> one. And yeah. uh, who knows, if you contribute enough money on Patreon a decade from now, you might get to hear us rambling like idiots like we did on the previous episode. Yeah, so we didn't I, release. I do want to thank, uh, again, Chad, last episode that I was, was say last week but it was a few like weeks a ago. ago yeah, yeah. um for for coming on i appreciate that um so this week that was fun and chad you got to come back every once in a while once yeah. or twice a year it was great I, I i very much enjoyed it um this week we're gonna hit uh our mandalorian season two top moments top how many 10 yeah each yeah so it was, 20 holy crap Sorry. it was tough yeah, um, but uh, before before we do that, uh, we're going to hit some news, and um, then we're going to do the top moments, but then also, at the end of that, we're going to do some Star Wars trivia, and um, and I'll just leave it at that for now. Once we get there, oh, I'll go into that a little bit more. All right, so, Jacob, you got some news. I do, I do have you a little... You wanted... Just a little bit of news. share... With... The... Podcast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's nothing big. I'm sure everyone knows about it. Um, but uh, John Favreau gave an interview with Good Morning America. Um, in that interview, uh, he, he, he basically said, this is the deal. The Book of Boba Fett is debuting in December 2021. The Mandalorian Season 3 will not hit its usual date of the fall, where Season 1 debuted in November and Season 2 debuted in October. Rather, Favreau confirms they will be doing pre-production when Boba Fett airs. And this is in parentheses. He says he, he slipped and said Christmas. So it could be late December. Uh, and then pre-production production will start on The Mandalorian Season 3 after the book of Boba Fett is finished. So that means we will likely not see The Mandalorian Season 3, Brian, until... Early spring, late spring, or potentially even early summer of that would be 2022, my friend. Yeah. Will we even still be here to see it? Probably not. There's a good chance a nuclear holocaust will take us all out. Um, and or that guy who rushed the Capitol building with the Buffalo Bill horns will just come pay us all a visit. I mean, look, hey, just for a minute. Regardless of what side you're on, some of the stuff we've seen is just like, would you ever imagine no. seeing some of the things you've seen? You know what? But here's, no, absolutely not. And here's the thing. We've been like so preconditioned over the last like 12 months that it, um, you know, probably one year to two years that every few days that goes, goes by something crazier happens. So now that we see Buffalo Bill <laughs> sitting in Nancy Pelosi's chamber, yeah. it's like, oh, okay. Because yeah. we've like we've like been pre yeah. preconditioned. Makes sense. You yeah. know, I yeah. mean, shame on them, but at the same time, it's like what the 
heck else could go wrong at this point? You know, which is why we made it a point to do a Star Wars rant podcast. So, continuing on. As for why the delay is happening, that's not clear. There could be some filming production stuff going on with COVID that has pushed it back. There could be so many different projects now that Favreau is working on that he needs just more time, Brian. Or there could be something story-wise in the Book of Boba Fett that plays into The Mandalorian Season 3 that has to occur before we see the new episodes of Season 3 Mandalorian. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That okay. makes sense, right? Yeah, because it's, it's the same timeline. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. We still don't know if Boba Fett is meant to be a one-off limited series or something larger. Since they haven't said limited series, I would assume the latter. Okay, so continuous. Uh, I don't know who this person is. Is it I? But also in the interview, John Favreau spells out what we all assume that, yes, it's Dave Filoni writing the Ahsoka show for Rosario Dawson. Uh, we sort of guessed that would be the case given that he created, and again, this is not my words, we sort of guessed that would be the case given that he created the character for, for the animated series Clone Wars, but he will essentially be the John Favreau of that Ahsoka show, it seems. Where Favreau has written the vast majority of the Mandalorian episodes, directed a few, but other directors have stepped in to lead most of the episodes. And, this person says... That he and Filoni, uh, uh, Favreau and Filoni are working on Rangers of the New Republic together, but there's not a lot of hints um, as to what that's about. In short, The Mandalorian Season 3 starring our guy Mando, Din Djarin, Pedro Pascal, does exist separately from Boba Fett, but it will be delayed past the usual year gap, and Boba Fett will take its spot as it, uh, as it, as it begins production. All in all, just a ton of Star Wars content coming. You might have to wait a lot longer for Mando than you thought. Eh, so yeah. <clears throat> there so it is. that's that's fine. We yeah, it is. We kind of gotten spoiled. Right. Well, I, I'd say we definitely got spoiled to an extent that we got season two when we got it right. Um, especially with everything happening the way it happened, season two just kind of aligned perfectly. From the from a filming standpoint, well, you would that imagine it, that COVID did delay, you know, because they started season two right after season one. You know, I would so I'd imagine because season two was already done. Season two was COVID. done filming, right? So yeah, during this time, they couldn't go yeah. out. Yeah, and, and one of the options were yeah. it could be COVID. You I, know, I think something else was Favreau's schedule, but to more me, than likely, it's it. COVID mm-hmm. that season mm-hmm. three we might not get until yeah. you know who knows March, April, May of two thousand twenty-two. Yeah. Which I mean. Hey, at least season two ended, like, in a good point, right? Yes. You know, like, yeah. at least it ended where You're satisfied. at least the characters we care about are okay. They're yeah. not in, like, some horrible uh, situation. situation. You know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, it might be tough. If, yeah. if, 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 if season two had ended where, like... Um, like the uh, sixth episode of this season was, where our where, where Baby Yoda was still with Moff Gideon, yeah. and that's where it ended. And then we found out there was a delay that we're not going to get season three until April or May of 2022. That would be tough to swallow. But luckily, it just all worked out really well. And that's because our our Father, our Father God Jehovah, oh, he clearly yes, is. He's, he's, he, he's he does not care about. He Star is Wars. with. There's <laughs> delay. All right. That. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, hey, so I forgot to bring this up right at the beginning, but um, our two respective football teams 
are going against each other. We're recording this on Saturday, January 16th. So tomorrow on Sunday, January 17th, as we're recording this, our two teams will be facing off. Primetime game, I think. I am uh, a longtime Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, lifetime fan. Garbage franchise. And you, of course, uh, are a fan of... The New Orleans Saints, this is the team that America uh, roots for. America's team. Do that. Okay, so technically the Cowboys are America's team. The Saints have have become, um, post-Katrina, we got the sympathy vote there, Uh, post-Katrina, the Saints have become the team that America roots for. And um, it's a pickle. It's a pickle for us because we've already beaten you guys twice. Yes. And apparently we have to beat you and the greatest quarterback of all time for a third friggin' time to uh, make our presence known and continue on the playoff dream. It's ridiculous. It's horrible. It's garbage the way that the NFL does this playoff system. The Buccaneers should not be in there. The NFC is What are you talking weak. about? The Buccaneers we're, are a we, garbage we're franchise. And five. I think this, what was, wasn't it the same record as you? Pretty no. close. Where well, yeah, guys? pretty close, but yeah. <laughs> not the same. Yeah. So, um, look, I like Drew Brees. If, if Brady and the Bucks weren't in it, my team... Then I'd, I'd be rooting for your team, even I though we're in the that. same uh, well, here, conference. Well, here's the thing. But. I mean, like, surely everyone out there is rooting for the Saints. It's, it's Drew no. Brees. It's Sean Payton. There's that, there's that you mean legacy in this there. Game? Yeah, in this game. In, well, well, in general. I guess the it, Buccaneers are a garbage franchise. Um, their head coach is a disaster. Arians, he, he, can't, he, he, he can't bring together his team. Tom Brady betrayed the Patriots, the Patriots of America. <laughs> he basically betrayed America to become a Buccaneer. And shame on him for doing that. He's Tom Brady, he's always been, even though I just said the greatest quarterback, he's always been overrated. How's always he been overrated? Been. He, look, he's I've, not a good quarterback. I've, I could I've drop back on, in the pocket, oh. have 10 to 15 seconds to throw the ball, and get it to somebody. Well, I don't believe that. Not in the NFL. No, of course you. not. Yeah, but but and then you look at the weapons. That's what's frustrating. Okay, he has weapons. This team is that his fault? No, I mean that's why he's there. That's why essentially yeah. he left and, the Patriots. And so kudos then to the GM yeah. and to the coach for building a team and then enticing Brady to come over because of the team. And they've continued Dude, to look build at that on backfield. It. Fournette, Ronald Jones. I drafted yeah. Ronald Jones in my fantasy. Like he he, he had some good weeks. So now, now that what worries me, we do got some injuries. You know, uh, Ronald Jones didn't play last week. I don't know that. Hopefully, he plays this week. Fournette did good for us last week, but um, Godwin's there. Antonio yeah, Godwin's Brown, there. Antonio Brown, Mike, Mike Evans. Evans, Bray. He does a really good job. That's our tight end. Um, our secondary is not that great, and um, you know we. I worry a little bit how we're going to do on the run defense against you guys. Yeah, Kamara um, could hurt you. I don't. Like... And here's the thing about Kamara yeah. and Michael Michael Thomas as well. Like that was their first game back, and you saw the offense really find its heels after yeah. the first half. They started they started moving the ball very now, I'll well. Say this. I thought you guys were going to roll the Bears. Yeah, but again, similar to the way like the Browns rolled the Steelers, at least in that first part of the game, right? Um, and that didn't happen, so that actually gives me a little bit of hope. I agree with that, but but the second half is where it took off, yeah. and I understand what you're saying, but that's where I'm yeah. saying that Michael Thomas first came back yeah. in three or four games, no practice. Alvin Kamar was on COVID protocol for two weeks, no yeah. practice, and then everyone's kind of kind of started to hit their stride. Now they've had a full week of practice. 
I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be a shootout. My concern, believe it or not, is Drew Brees versus Tom Brady, and I don't I don't know if Brees has really fully recovered from his injury. He hasn't sure. looked great. Um, the turnovers that happened last week against yeah. the Bears, those are some of those are very preventable. They were you know uh, drop passes, batted balls, things like that. Um, but Tom Brady has looked really They've, well. The Bucks have come on strong this last half of the season. I'll say this, and we'll end it here. You know, I've for my my key to the success for the Bucks is they have to come out strong in the first half. They cannot play from behind because if they get into the second half and they're behind, it's going to be very hard to come uh, come back against against the Saints. Yeah. Um, so. You know, and that's where we start slow, and we don't have time to start slow against this team. So there you go. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that's my I, opinion. Yeah, we're done. I mean, as you said, you wanted to get the last word in, then quickly move on. <laughs> well, I, you know, people are probably like, all right, I'm sure, right enough with the NFL. But that being said, I think that I just don't think the Saints' offense is. You know, everyone thinks Saints high-powered offense score a whole bunch of points. That's just not what that team has been for the last season or two. And Drew Brees is, you know. A great quarterback and amazing, but I just um, – I'm concerned. I'm concerned that we might get behind and then not be able to recover as that well. Be It'll be exciting. It'll be exciting. <laughs> and, right. you know, who knows, man, that the outcome of that game could be could be the end of the Star Wars Rant podcast. We all thought that it was going to be – we all thought that it was going to be uh, um, uh, Zuckerberg. Um, and silencing our voices, All right. but apparently okay. it's not going to be the Zuck zucking us. It's going to be um, the outcome of the game. All right, so hey, uh, Jacob, Bill Burr was on the Tonight Show. He was. I love Bill Burr, and he um, uh, Star Wars came up, obviously, right? And uh, the big conversation was about his Boston accent in the world of Star Wars. Yeah, he did have a bit of a Boston accent <laughs> there. So. Uh, we're going to play you the clip. It's a, it's a couple minutes, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Bill Burr's always funny. Yeah. And so so here it is. Uh, 2020, obviously, has been bizarre for a lot of us. But, man, you've been firing on all cylinders. You appeared in a couple episodes uh, in the first two seasons of Mandalorian, which I'm like, I, I was backtracking in my mind. I go, I think Favreau loves you, obviously. I think that's what I go, because I was like, I love that Bill Burr is crushing this thing. It, it really came, you know, dude, you know the deal. You've done acting. It's all, they got to write it. If it's not there on the page and then they edit it and they put the music. I just sat there and said what they wrote. So it's really Rick and John and all of those guys over there. Uh, I heard, I heard that some, some fans were like, hey, why, why does he have a Boston accent? Oh, I know. That's hilarious. I've never heard a Boston accent. In outer space is what they say. And I always just go like, oh, yeah, what about English? <laughs> Isn't that a little weird if you went to a galaxy far, far away and you get off and somebody's like, hey, how's it going? You totally understand him. <laughs> what about the fact that Han Solo's talking to a Bigfoot? He's speaking Bigfoot. Han Solo's speaking English. They never break character. The one keeps going, la, 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 la. And he's going, I said hit the, the, the button, Chewie. <laughs> and that was all fine. None of that. How about C-3PO with an English accent? That was okay? Because I've been knighted. Uh, he just played Royal Albert Hall, and now he's hanging out with, with uh, I almost said Leonard Skinner. Uh, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Leonard Skinner. Yeah, dude. F those nerdy. Uh, oh, my gosh. Picking nerds. Oh, my gosh.
All right. So F those nerdy nitpicking nerds. So it is funny. Yeah, you know. he's hilarious. And you know what's funny is I, I even I think uh, the first season of Mandalorian when Horacio Sands was, Sands was on. Yeah, I think I might have commented something about you knew he was. The, I remember that you were you basically knew that he's he's made fun of Star Wars fans. Oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. But I've even said something about Horatio Sands. I didn't care about Bill Burr's All accent. Right. Um, but it is fine. I mean, those are like those are actually extremely valid points. Yeah, they so, are. Yeah, so yeah, they were. So very good, very funny. Um, hey, and so we want to talk a little bit um, about our plans for the High Republic. Um, you know, we we thought about trying to do something, and we we pivoted to top moments for Mandalorian season two. But um, so what I want to do is first, just I don't know if you guys heard this. There was a trailer launch, I guess, so to speak. For the High Republic, you know, this, um, I don't know if you call it a saga or this this part of the new Star Wars story. Yeah, I mean, it's a, you're right, and that's, that that's I've been following it, and, and I started following it, you know, as soon as the news started to come out, and we've talked about it a lot, and we've talked about the characters. Um, since it's kind of started to develop, this High Republic thing has, to me, and, and I, I hope there's people out there that kind of maybe you know, uh, feel the same way I do to an extent, and maybe we're answering some of those questions. But to me, the High Republic has, it has been kind of, I don't want to say confusing, but to a degree, somewhat confusing. Well, so here's the thing. There's, there's multiple books. There's multiple right. comics. And and there's different timelines in it. Yeah, now, right. it's all set in the same um, timeline, I guess. So I know I just said it's, it's all set in the same timeline, but there's different, like, Parts of the story. There you go. Yeah. So, so for instance, I I did buy um, the first comic that. Do came you want out. to educate our listeners on? Well, so as you say, I was I was going to read it, and then I found out that you really there's some spoilers in that comic for the book, and so you're supposed to read the book first before you jump into the comic, right? And so, um. So, you know what, let's do this. Let's play the trailer, and then we'll kind of talk a little bit about and what And the trailer our... kind of ties up all of it, right? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but we're going to play it regardless. Um, so here it is. Under the mirror of the Skywalker saga, the Galactic Republic is at its height. Protected by the Jedi Knights, the Guardians of Peace and Justice throughout the galaxy. But a frightening new adversary threatens. Star Wars The High Republic. They should pay us for this. I don't think they will. We're finding ourselves at a very exciting moment with the Skywalker saga coming to an end. We're at a place of what's next for Star Wars. One of the things we've always done is be able to use our franchise platforms to explore the creative potential in the Star Wars galaxy. And so what if publishing was more of an incubation place? And bring in great talent and just let their imaginations run free. writer's room where we had diverse voices with very different opinions about Star Wars. We all love Star Wars, but we're all coming in from very different places. 
this has been a very free environment for everybody to just throw things out there. Here we go. We've all done lots of storytelling, but this is unique and really special. The idea that this thing has been simmering for so long. Mm -hmm. Is the secret history of the galaxy? Yep. It goes way back to the beginning of Star Wars. We gave them essentially a, a blank slate. What would you like to tell? Oh, for over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights are the guardians of peace and justice. A line that we've been hearing since 1977. And we thought, you know, what does that look like? It is a golden age where there's much more peace and calm in the galaxy. So we're calling it the High Republic. The description that we've used for the Jedi of this era is that they are the Jedi Knights of the Round Table. But Star Wars isn't just about Jedi, and we will tell stories of new smugglers, new scoundrels, new bounty hunters. The threat and the tension really comes from the Republic's borders, because the Republic does not extend from one side of the galaxy to the other. It's a bit of a Wild West new frontier. We see a different kind of Jedi that like patrols that. the frontiers. It is more of a Texas Ranger. We're now bringing in concept artists, illustrators, and visualists, the same way that you would when you're making a movie. We even had Ian McKay come down and just do sketch after sketch for us. When you have a guy who designed the look for Darth Maul sketching Jedi for you, it doesn't get any cooler than this. The scale of this initiative is really new for us. We're going to have stories for adults and teens and kids. We're building this out simultaneously across multiple publishers. It gives us the ability to tell vast interconnected stories across multiple years. There will be a core group of heroes that will expand over time. There'll be villains. Our main villain are the group called the Nile. We kind of like to refer to them as space vikings. Their motto is, you can't take it with you, but we can take it from you. Our story starts with what we're calling the Great Disaster. It wouldn't be Star Wars without adventure. And there's definitely a series of events that will spin the galaxy into a dangerous new direction and it'll give the opportunity for heroes to rise up. The cool thing about this is that there's going to be a story for every Star Wars fan. It's really fun to be able to keep readers on their toes. This era is ripe for storytelling. The Eureka moment was the question, what scares the Jedi? And that made us all go, ooh, something wicked this way comes. Um, yeah, New Adventure begins August 2020. So that might be a slightly old video. Maybe Brian can share that on our Facebook uh, Facebook page. But I, I, you know, there's a lot more detail to it when you're watching the video. And it's... Um, uh, Pretty cool seeing some of the characters and uh, yeah, I haven't watched that so, all the way. Through, so I say so. this: if you if you haven't thought about it, you know it is going to introduce a new you know timeline in Star Wars, and um, you know you're getting in on the ground floor of yeah. that of learning everything. Uh, you know, for now it's going to be in the medium of of books, books novels, and, comics, right. yeah. Um, but so here's here's our plan. Um, well, you know, finish your thing. Tentative plan is. Um, you know, we're going to get the first book that's out, Jacob and I. We're, we're probably going to read about halfway through and then start to discuss. Um, I, I kind of want to do it. I want to I want to understand what we're talking about rather than just, you know, reading 
the headlines of right. here's what's in the novel well, or here's, yeah. and here's I, this. I think or, that's a great idea because yeah. I've read, you know, getting somewhat into the books. And look, I'm a bad reader, right? Like yeah. it takes me forever to get through it. But I enjoy it so much when I force myself to do it, right? That sounds horrible. Uh, but I, I, I enjoy reading about it and, and I, I pick up on stuff that interests me. And it might not be something that you can like Google and hear their person. It might not have interest to whoever the person is talking about it. So I enjoy going through it, reading it, and grabbing those things that interest me that are things that you might not ever hear about. The thing about this series, this High Republic thing, if you watch that video and you see the number of people that are involved in that, this has got to be a high dollar investment that Disney is sure. doing. Disney, Star Wars, Lucasfilm, and they got to feel pretty confident about it. And the fact that they had they've had this thing laid out now for a few years, and it's coming out now, and it's tying all this stuff in. I think it could be really, really cool. Now, would I rather see it in a series or a film? You bet. But I think it's going to be really, really cool. All right, let's <laughs> let's jump into it. Mandalorian Season 2 Top 10 Why we're moments. here, what you've been waiting for Thanks for listening through the garbage Here we go Top 10 Moments Mandalorian Season 2 Counting backwards by one Is so much fun 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 you want to start with yours? Your top Heck 10? no. All right, so I'll give my number 10. We're going to do the back and forth thing, right? Yes. Okay. All right, so my number 10. And I, got I a lot have of so many friggin' mentions. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yep. Um, and you're, you're, I feel like your list is more detailed than mine. but Of course it is, yeah. because I, I, I appreciate our listeners' time, and thank you for listening, and I care about the podcast. Yeah, so this was a hard one because, you know, there's a lot of big moments in this season. <laughs> Come so. on now. Win it. <laughs> so, uh uh, number 10 for me, Bo-Katan's first appearance. Okay. All number right. Number 10. Yep. That's good. When uh, they come to rescue uh, Baby Yoda at yep. that time. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, from the it's fantastic. sea creature. Absolutely fantastic. Because we, the, the, uh, night owls is, uh, am I taking over your thing? No, go. Okay. The night owls are the, uh, her group of Mandalorians. And, I mean, if you would have not, they moved in an animated way to me. It was yeah, so well fluid. shot. Yeah. They looked like Mandalorians moving in Clone Wars. It was perfect. We talked about we talked about it on our breakdown of Chapter Ten. I think that is. It's amazing. Um, it's absolutely spectacular to see those Mandalorians um, coming in there and and doing the things that they do. So I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you keep going. No, I think you hit a lot of that. Um, you know, just the way they showed up. At first, I thought it was Sabine. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Well, because that was some of the rumors that we were going to see Sabine. Yeah, well, I think even, like, I don't know, just her armor and everything. It well, just kind of reminded shame me of on you Sabine. for that. But, but well, anyway. it's, it's shaped the same. You're right. Yeah, it's it was cool. It was the cool the way yeah. they came. Just like you said, the way they fought. Um, when she, you know, and she... She took her helmet off, and I thought, you know, they did a really good job. Yeah, I mean, it was the three of them against the um, the squid people on the freighter. I can't think of their – oh, crap. The squid people. I can't think of their oh, – it's going to bug me now. Chad, comment on the Facebook page. Um, and they – I mean, they, they took care of business 
quick and in a hurry, and it, it was good. it was efficient and impressive and well shot All from right. a film standpoint. What's your number ten? My number ten. Here we go. It's already going to be not good because I had so many moments, and I was going through these moments. I was trying yeah, to number them. All right, so. Uh, Boba Fett with a gaffy stick against the stormtroopers. Ah, okay. The whole battle, the whole battle there with him, uh, minus his armor, just just literally shattering stormtrooper armor. It was amazing to see Boba Fett in that type of action. And yeah. as someone who has never really been an overly Boba Fett guy, you know, the, no, the, the old school Star Wars people are Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. I mean, they love Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Right. Boba Fett. I mean, I like Boba Fett, but that that moment there, watching that, is what really like, holy yeah. cow! I mean, they did him right. This is cool. So that is on my and list, it's, it's, but it's higher. Yeah, I, I would imagine it would. But it's it's um it's great. Yeah, it's great the way they did it. I like I liked the I liked the um just the brutality of it. You know, it was dark. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. it was you know. It was brutal. It's probably one of the most brutal. It is it, not probably. It is. It is. It's the most brutal Violent. fight sequence I've ever yeah. seen in Star Wars. Yeah, as far as hand to hand combat and actually visually seeing the destruction yeah. that's going on on a personal level to these characters, yeah. it's it was it was brutal. Now, in that moment, I also I, I put the whole battle. So that kind of <laughs> because again, I, I'm having to include these moments that that includes some Phoenix Shan stuff. Um, yeah. And then I actually literally wrote down minus the Rolling Stone going down. Indiana Jones, baby. I didn't care for that. You know, and there, and if if I do want to nitpick, there was one scene in there where they kind of come up to him, like one stormtrooper literally, like kind of almost walks up to, him and like, why aren't you shooting him? Like at that time, he had no armor on or anything really. And I'm like. Like, literally, like, you have a gun and he has a stick. Like, why didn't you shoot him? Like, I don't know. But, again, eh, whatever. That still made it on my list okay. higher than yours. Um, I was actually that – was in, that was enthralling. It was. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Okay. Number nine for me is the Razor Crest blows up. <gasps> that was a big moment. Did you – you thought I'd have it higher? Yeah, I did, yeah. Um. Well, there's so much. That's what I said. But that was shocking. I did not think they would do it. You know, Star Wars people, you you become attached to ships and things like that. Sure. And there, people loved the Razor Crest. You yeah, know, it was. It's a, it's a great um, ship. It's up there. And to see it blown up like that. Here's here's one thing I'll say though. I hope they don't replace it with another quote unquote Razor Crest. Like I don't want him all of a sudden to somehow. To get the same exact type ship back, you get what I'm saying. Do you follow me? The reason I say that is because um, it'll take away the specialness of. Well, that. you know, um, Hasbro. I can't remember, but you know, the, like the funding thing for the toys, where you can put in, uh, you can pay a bunch of extra money, and they'll release a limited toy that only those that got into the Kickstart thing basically get. And they did one for the Razor Crest. I mean, you're talking hundreds of dollars people put in. And then they blew this thing up, and a lot of people were kind of angry because they just put a bunch of money in to get this Razor Crest toy, and now they blew it up. And what I hope they don't do is say, okay, well, we now we got to have another Razor Crest 
to appease these oh, people. I see. Razor I mean? Crest number two, and it yeah, has like exactly. a blue plate Something. on the back that makes um, it different. Yeah. But anyway, but that was shocking. It was, you know, that's, you think about it, that's his home. You know what I mean? Sure, for sure. That's his thing. Dude, I think that's so, so much higher. Like, okay. That's fine. That's fine. All right. My, uh, my number nine, and uh, I think we're going a little bit quickly here, but I, you know, we'll, we'll pick it's up okay. with the talking. Right. Um, it's just, I know, I'm sorry. We got Mandalorians assisted by Din Djarin um, oh, going to take the weapons. They didn't in that, make my list. Didn't make your list. Okay. Um, there, there was a couple things about this that, that hit me. Number one was our guy Din Djarin was kind of second fiddle, in a way. We've talked about that, and, and that was different for me, and that, that, that I'm not going to say it moved me, but I noticed it, and it hit me, um, that he was not the guy having to do everything. You had Bo-Katan and uh, the other two Mandalorians, I can't think of their names, Sasha Banks and the other guy, that they were doing everything, and it looked amazing. The action was spectacular, and I'm not a big action guy. I like action, but I'll tell you this, man. Mandal- watching Mandalorians in action is way more interesting than a lot of stuff, the way that they did this in uh, uh, Mandalorian Season 2. Um, so watching the Mandalorians, assisted by Din Djarin, steal that right. ship, go in there, take them out one by one, um, and, and the bit, one of the big parts obviously was there was that captain you remember, and he was like, "Shut the door! Shut oh, the yeah. door! Shut the yeah. doors!" And Moff Gideon's talking to him back and forth, and, and, or not Moff Gideon, the other guy that bites down on the thing later to kill himself, yeah. and he's like, uh, 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 "Wait, where did you trap him?" Right. And he's like, the control room. And then you see them all sucked out of there. That's my number nine. I thought yeah. that was a great moment. Great moment. For me, so I can poo on it. And we're allowed to poo on each other's picks. You know, the reason why I didn't make my Are list. We? I didn't know that. Is because yeah, it felt very um, similar to the Prisoner episode. I think that's what it was called in yeah. season one. I love that episode. I, you did. And um, I don't know. For me, it just it didn't carry much weight in regards to... Um, Oh, oh the that's right. There story. were Mandalorians in the prison episode. <laughs> so stupid. I mean, just just going through and taking over uh, a ship or whatever. Um, for the same reason, of, you know, for the same reason, seeing shots. Mandalorians in action at your number ten. That's why it was my All right, number, number eight. Okay? Number eight. My number. You, eight. you don't like my rebuttal, so you keep moving. My number eight it sounds like a debate, right? Um, <laughs> So this is going to be one of my first Ahsoka things. And let me just say this. Oh, no. <clears throat> let me just say this. Oh, no. Is that, oh, you know, no. when it comes to some of these characters, some of, their, let us all down. some of their moments are broken up into different pieces for me. For sure. Okay. All for right. For sure. So um, Ahsoka's first appearance. <gasps> uh, at number eight? At number eight. Oh, my gosh. Look, you know, some just like you said, Boba Fett, you know, I'm not, like, Ahsoka is cool, but I'm not, like, you know. Oh my gosh, Ahsoka! You know what I mean. Um, but it, it is cool, and so I said uh, Ahsoka's first appearance. Appearance, you know, when she's in the fog and you see the lightsabers, her lightsabers light up for the first time. You see her battling in the woods it's there. Amazing. Um, so it did make my list. Her first appearance, and that was number eight. She does rank higher in other areas on here later. My number eight, Ahsoka in the. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my number eight. Um, in chapter 11, the heiress, uh, the man, the, um, 
the Mandalorians resuming Din and Baby Yoda. The Mandalorians. Oh, rescuing. Yeah, so this is your, I think, number 10. Oh, first appearance of Yeah, Bo- so this is my number 8. Yeah. yeah, the Mandalorians rescuing Din and Baby Yoda off Raider Bo-Katan. And I throw the, all this other stuff into it because I have to. Um, you get some Mandalorian history there, and then yeah, you start right. to hear about the mask yeah. and the fact that um, the watch, and the, all watch that. Right, yeah. the death watch, which Bogotan was a part of at some point. Um, obviously, our guy Mando is like, why are you taking your masks off? That whole scene was great. And then watching again the Mandalorians for the first time, moving the way they move, it looked awesome. I mean, it, again, it, it literally looked almost animated the way they moved in such... Um, Fluidity, yeah, but like was, water, like water. But Bruce, it was live Bruce action, Lee. Bruce so Lee it was. That. Oh, did he? Yeah, you must move. I don't know the exact. You must move like water. It's really kind of racist. What? That's what. That's how he talks. I'm not trying to be racist. Racist. That's not. I'm just saying. I cancel you, Brian. Stop. <laughs> made it awkward. I know, right? Okay, so my number. Wait, no, just, I know, I know. I'm right. just trying to give you number a seven. Is Boba Fett fights the stormtroopers with the gaffy stick. So it didn't make my list. It made it higher, like I said. I'm not going to belabor. I already talked about why it made my list. Um, again, you know, when I think about season two, that's one of the things that just I'll never Boom. forget. Yeah. You know, um, dude, and, and just one scene in particular, even amongst all the violence where he's just wrecking people, him walking, and it's a shot. Of just him dragging the gaffy stick on the ground. Oh yeah, it was so cool. I mean, Great it, was, shot. it was like it's like a scene you see like like a like a like a horror movie. Yeah. You know, the villain dragging yep. the yep. axe on the ground. You know, I mean, crazy. Yeah. But you know, the key word you use there is villain. Possibly. Yeah, Possibly. and that is come to find out. It'll be interesting to see what yeah. he does. I well, feel well, like they... was that a villainous act when he killed Bib Fortuna. <sighs> I mean, he's taking over a cartel. We we talked about this in the last episode. But Chad, is that like, is that a Chad villainous like, act? No, I know, I get it, because, I get it. You know, but he is a villain. I mean, yeah, he's taking over a cartel. He is part of you know, right? The underworld, the underworld gang yeah, type stuff. Yeah. But yeah, but but that shot alone. I mean, again, that just that just tells you these producers and directors and that writers and the creators of the show. They know what they're kind of doing step by step to an extent. Yeah, are there a is there a miss here and there? Sure, of yeah. course. Like everything, they're not perfect, but a, a shot like that sticks with me, man. With Boba Fett, oh, and then we're me. all we're all rooting for Boba Fett, and then you see yeah. a shot like that, and you see Chapter Sixteen and how it ended yeah. with the Book of Boba yeah, Fett, and don't it's mess just man, Fett. like they they got this stuff together. It seems it's like almost like I like in him helping Mando with his situation. Is akin to like seeing like a shot of Al Capone giving a piece of candy to a kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and then the Valentine's massacre happens the next day. Right. Yeah. yeah I mean, so. you're right. I mean, that's Boba Fett. I mean, we like. I mean, like I said, I've never been a big Boba Fett guy, but man, yeah. I was I was intrigued by him. That was brutal. From not like, expecting that. Not from yeah. Star Wars. Right. It was good. Um, that was your seven, right? Yes. My number seven is an it's an easy one. There's not a whole lot to talk about on it. It's quick. But we finally got to hear about and we knew it to an extent, but we got some confirmation and we this is um this is going back to chapter twelve. I hope you're not saying what uh, you're gonna say. the siege. What are you gonna say? The M count. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so All I right. thought that you had Dr. Pershing. We saw the video. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that episode. That's good. Um, I got it as an honorable mention. But um, the fact that we got to that see... That made your list? It did. It made my list. Oh. Yeah. Because, dude, wow. this is... We've been... It's a pretty lame list. That's really <laughs> insulting, but you have to remember... Think about season one, Brian. No, that answered I know. a question. That's it. why it I made it. the yes. list. It scratched okay. that list. If we went back a few podcasts ago and we listened to what do we want for season two? We're the story for Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Now, was it kind of a passerby? Sure, they explained it away quickly. Yeah. But it's they still explained that they scratched that itch. M count, Midichlorian, we all know. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of people out there, there's a Midichlorian to take away the, the, the mother freaking power of the force. But it's. But, I mean, come on. Um, they talk about it, M count. Uh, you see the deformed clones in the background. I thought yeah. it was really cool, cool. You got your Dr. Pershing again. So that's my number seven. It scratched that. It scratched that season one itch, and I liked it. All right, number six for me. Number if, ocho. If this is not on your list, Jacob. I don't think that's six. If the, do you know what it is? No, no, I don't think ocho is six. Oh, no, ocho is, ocho is eight. Oh. Um, Wait, are we on eight? No, we're on six. Okay. You were saying... Oh, Eight incorrectly in Spanish. Cese. Uh Number six, Mayfeld kills Valen Hess. Or Valen Hess. You didn't have it on there. Not even as an on. You forgot about it. Of course I did. Are you kidding me? You Do you realize how detailed it. oriented I am? That was. I keep, I'm the glue that keeps this garbage me, podcast you together. You know, if there weren't so many, um, you know, big characters showing up in this. That that would have been a lot higher on my list. That that was that was a great scene. The the Phenomenal. intensity of it, you know, and and the um, the suspense that it created, and just the unexpected, um, you know, killing of of that guy and that guy Valen Hess, the the actor there again. He did a great job as the villain. Uh, Bill Burr did a great job portraying just you know. Somebody that's been through something and it's all coming to to forefront. You can now. stop now. It was freaking amazing. It's my number five, and I've got way more detail than you because I'm into this podcast. And they talk about Operation Cinder. There you I, go. Now you remember. No, I know crap. that, but I'm just saying more of the emotion. But yeah, he brings up yeah. Operation Cinder. Well, which yeah, links you, you could talk some about of the, more of the storylines together. You're right. You could talk about the details. For me, it was more of the emotion of yeah. that scene. Was watching just, it was just watching the emotion, and then seeing Man, uh, Mando's reaction to it, just like shocked that it happened. Well, you know, I think he, he had an inkling something was about to happen because he kind of does give him a look like. You know, calm yeah, down. One of the best parts about that scene is um, our guy Mando, brown eyes, as they call yeah. him in that scene, brown eyes because he can't talk or whatever. Um, he's he's like the audience sitting yeah, there. That's good. Kind of yeah. kind of watching this back and forth between Mayfield it's and uh, Mayfeld and uh, 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 Richard Hess. Brake, Valen yeah. Hess's character, General Valen Hess. Richard yeah, hearing Brake's his backstory at the same time we And, are. you know, this this one is directed by Rick Famawea. I wrote that down because I have a lot of moments from this chapter. I have a lot of moments from this episode. Rick Famawea does an amazing job with that scene because that back and forth there is absolutely spectacular. 
because they you have the dialogue for the dialogue number one is great. The dialogue is fantastic. They talk about Operation Cinder. Um, Mayfield is talking about. I'm just going to get my chapter. My my this this is it right. This is my number well, five. Well, just when you hit it, you can just yeah. My number yeah, five. I'll give you my number time. six in a minute. My number five. And I'll, I'll remind you. You should have said the number. You just I have it higher on my list. Okay. Well, sorry. This is my you number know. five. Right. So <laughs> I still have to give you my number six. So that back and forth there between like they're talking about Operation Cinder and May uh, Mayfeld is saying you know like yeah I. This is one of the ones that I watched today, you know, to, to, to yeah. try to refresh my memory. And he's like, yeah, we lost like three or 4,000 guys that day. And he's like, ah, and, and the, the bad guy, Richard Brake's character, is like, ah, all losses for the uh, the Empire, you know, yeah. like, it's all for the good, all for the cause. And he's like, yeah, do you think your family, do you think their families feel that way? Yeah. What about their, you know, their mothers, their fathers, their sisters? I was in that group with them. And it was, and, and again, credit to Bill Burr. You could see he did a, he did a great job. Yeah. Like this guy, that, that's, that's what tells you anyone can be an actor, right? <laughs> the tension is building in him. And they do a, Rick Famuia does a great job of showing that tension. And then camera shifts to our guy Mando just sitting there like a bump on a pickle, not knowing what to say because he can't talk. Yeah. And the tension is building in Mayfeld, and it's building in Richard Brake's character, and it's just absolutely amazing. Great and you scene. see, you see at this point, you see another side of a stormtrooper, you know, which we've seen it before because we saw Finn, yeah. but he was a uh, he was a uh, you know one of the sniper troopers or whatever they call him, uh, um, not stormtrooper, whatever they, whatever his character was, and you know, like he left, like he bailed. Because of this Operation Cinder, and we know what Operation Cinder was to an extent, it was them obliterating planets, you know? So, um, uh, you can talk about it all you want, but you have to watch that That's scene. That's a great scene. You have to visually watch the yeah. acting, and you're right, the guy, um, I, um, General Valen Hess, I, you said it before, I hate, 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 he's gone. Yeah, he I'd like phenomenal. to see... They're, they're, I bet they'll work him in somewhere, you know, in some previous history stuff. Oh, crap. I think this is also part of my number five. Um, All right. Well, what's your, what's your number six? Okay. My number six, and then I got to go back to this because it's part of my number five. Number six, uh, <laughs> um, the Grogu, is that right? It's his name. The Grogu Moff Gideon conversation. Um, About the light, the darksaber? Yeah. Uh, mm. no, yeah, no, 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 not the, yeah, not the dark saber. Yes, with the dark saber there, um, Grogu is held captive. Yeah, Moth Gideon comes in. He has the dark saber. He explains it. He says, "You've seen mm. this before. You have Grogu using the dark side on the stormtroopers." Yeah. But for me, in that scene, what catapulted it to number six was my guy. Um. Juan Carlo Espinosa's performance because he kind of broke character to an extent in that way. He wasn't his normal like monotone, super general. You start, you literally saw him like laughing and giggling because he was that excited that Grogu was under. Grogu was using the dark side. That's what he was excited about. That Grogu was using the dark side. And that Moth Gideon had full control of the dark saber, even though baby, even though Grogu was trying to reach out to take it. 
So that was my number six. Going back to my number five, I know you're super excited. I'm ending now. Was Wait, um, so you're well. Let me hit my five, then you just go back to that. Oh, okay, okay. Right. Go, go, go. All right. So my number five was the Dark Troopers take Grogu. Um, that was an intense moment. They're jumping from the ship. Yep. You see them coming down. They land. Uh, Mando's trying to get back up there. Doesn't get there in time. And um, you see him taken. They take him up in the air, and he's looking back down at Mando. And that was one of the things I said that that needed to happen. He needed uh, Mando needed to experience some loss, um, and so I, I just liked it. it. Made you know, made it made uh, Grogu more vulnerable. Um, it made Mando Mando more vulnerable. Um, it was it was a big moment. Yeah, so, no, I agree, and it, it was, was done really well. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was yeah. done. It was done fantastic. So, um, so your number five part. B. Yeah, part B was um, that tail in there, and, and again, I know I'm I'm literally tying like a half. A, I'm, I'm telling a whole episode together, but yeah. Mayfield with that whole thing, the fact that Mayfield, because in that back and forth between Mayfield, um, our guy Din Djarin, and Valen uh, Valen Hess, they talked about the Rodian or the not the Rodian, the Rodonian. And that they had to, he says, like the Rodinian, you de, Rodonian or whatever that stuff is, you delivered is going to make Operation Cinder look like nothing. Yeah. So at the end of that, after they're escaping, Mayfield takes the gun and blows up the Rodinian. And he talks about that scene that they talked about on the way to the thing. Yeah. You got to be able to sleep at night. And I thought that was, I thought that was awesome. That's so again. I know it's a lot of stuff, but that all ties into my number five. five. All right, number four for me. Ahsoka fights Mando. What is that even on your list? It's not. It might be an honorable. Oh, I thought it was a great scene. Number one, you have these two meeting for the first time. Four seconds long. It wasn't even a fight. Oh, I'm sorry. When people are attacking each other, what do you call that? A. Uh, a scuffle. <laughs> she jumps, you know, out from somewhere. He uses flamethrower. She jumps her out from. Fell off. She jumps out from somewhere with her her lightsaber, and then he yells "Ahsoka," and it's over. You get to see him fighting. Um, Did that do that much for can you? Can you let me finish? Can Are you, you putting it there because of the moment? Because it's Ahsoka and Din. No, no. Or it did was, it really mean that much to you? It meant, yeah, it was great. What the fart was great about it? Okay, number one. Who's the first Jedi that Mando met? Ahsoka. Okay, so that's that's awesome. Okay. Okay. Number two, seeing Ahsoka fight against him, this guy that we've been following all along. Um, it's his first time fighting against lightsabers. Eight seconds. We got a lot in that eight seconds. Okay. Choreography-wise? And there's a cool callback. When there was... he, shut up. When he shoots the... Uh, <laughs> his rope and wraps her up and she cuts it with the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a cool callback. Yeah, and he did use the flamethrower. It was good. And then he says, you know, after they, they kind of have some separation there, um, you know, that Bo-Katan sent me, or I know Bo-Katan. Yeah, right. right, right. And then she sees uh, Grogu, or Baby Yoda at that time, for the first time. Yeah. Do you know what she says? It was a cool moment. I hope it's about him. Yeah. yeah. Very good. It was a cool. It was a cool moment. How can you not? not up there for me and the way she jumps out of you know 
I don't know where she was, a tree of, or of all the of all the Ahsoka moments cool. though in that episode, that, that I feel like she was at her I was more interested in that fight than I was with her and the the other lady. Okay, now I'll give you that. Yeah. So. I'll give you that. I will give you that. Neither one of them made my list, but yeah. I like I like I liked Ahsoka and Din more than I liked Ahsoka and hold on, I got the name. The lady. Yeah, the lady. Alright, so that that's mine. You can suck it, Jacob. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. All right, Mr. Miyagi, let's go. Um, okay. Well, that was your number five. That was so, four. Oh, that was your. You're so, really bad with the numbers. I am. I, yeah. I get. I get. You're I on get, number four now as well. Okay, my number four. Okay. Did I get my number five? Yes, five okay. times you gave your number five. <laughs> my number four, and apparently I like this one a lot because I highlighted it hardcore. Wrote a big number four and circled an X by it a few times. Mando calls. I gotta read. I got. I, I should read this before. Mando calls Moth. Oh, oh yeah. Mando calls Moth Gideon. Oh, so this yes, is this yeah. is um, this is chapter moment. fifteen. Yeah. Um, the believer. Yeah. Timestamp number. Yeah. Mando calls him to Moth Gideon. He says he basically powerful re- repeats worlds. the same yeah, thing. I, yeah. I wrote it down because I'm a fan. Yeah, that's you have something I want. You may have some idea of what you're in possession of, but you do not. Soon, he will be back with me. He means more to me than you will ever know. Oh. That was a good moment. It was, it was a really great moment. moment. That's yeah. my number four. It was absolutely okay. awesome. I, I don't have to go. I, I wrote it down. It I good. read it. That's it. It was spectacular. And that's at the end of... A, a, a great episode. Um, no, that was good. That should have made my at least my honorable mentions, and I forgot about that one. Shame so, on you. Shame, on, shame me. on you. All right, my number three. Uh, Grogu is named. We find out his name, I should say, and his backstory. What? Is that not on your What? You don't like that? Is it on your list? Is it on your list? It's, not, it's an honorable mention. Oh my gosh! You find out you find out his name, which okay Who gives a flying. The fart? big deal is his backstory. You oh, find out. Oh, his I backstory. have that. In, I have that. I have that in somewhere else. Okay, I but have that in but else. so that's 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 a big deal, right? I mean, it adds to the Star Wars story because, in some regards, he's he's included in the prequels. Then, right, right. Um, we don't know what capacity, but he was in the timeline there, which I guess we all already knew that, but we didn't know like. He was in the Jedi Temple. He has been on Coruscant. Right, right. Yeah. He was there during Order 66 and Correct. so on and so Correct. forth. Um, but, um, and then again, you, you, you learn his name. You get to see Mando respond um, to the name. Oh, and, now that was a great part. Back You're, right. And forth. You're right. That was phenomenal. Um, That's a part that I, so that was big. I didn't think about. That was big, you know. Talk about adding to the story. I mean that that gave us and, and getting answers. That gave us answers. Yeah, and that was in the, uh, the if episode. for it not to make your list, it's on my list. Okay, so maybe I maybe I did disremember. Uh, this is again what who directed that episode, Brian? George Lucas. No, no. Dave Filoni oh, yeah, wrote Dave it Filoni. and directed it. That's the episode. Jedi. Yeah. That's I don't the Jedi know, I don't remember which episode is which. I just well, that's because you're not a fan. <laughs> all right so but but yeah you're right i did miss that that back and forth there with uh um, yeah him learning the baby's name or yeah and that connection and, there and then yeah. him being able to use the force with 
Our guy Din Djarin, Mando. Yeah. That's that. Those are. Some I prefer to call him Mando moments. as opposed to Din Djarin. I just am going to keep calling. Um, him. I like the Mando problem. And, and, and as I was going through this list, I I, I wrote down our guy Mando a few times yeah. until more Mandalorians come in. Okay, and then I started having to change it to Din Djarin, to, uh, to Din or yeah. Din Djarin. But he because, is Mando. I mean, it's the Mandalorian, so I think you can still go either way. Probably, but you know. Yeah. All right, well, that that was my number three, and I'm sticking by it. Okay. All right, Jacob, your number three. My number three I am extremely excited about. (laughs) My number three is tough to uh, talk about, I'll be honest with you. My number three is the abduction of Grogu. Um, (laughs) Abduction. The the abduction abduction um, of uh, Charles Lindbergh's baby. (laughs) Um. If anyone out there knows who Charles Lindbergh is, please you know come. Charles Lindbergh I know is? who it is. Yeah, okay. Spirit of St. Louis, yeah, Missouri pilot. Yeah, the baby got abducted. No, I understand killed. that, but I feel like, dude, Murder. you're like 107, and I'm like apparently 83. No one out there knows who Charles Lindbergh is. Well, they should but anyway, be. Open I agree. Book, they should. your history. It was from this house at Hopewell, New Jersey. Colonel Lindbergh's home, that the kidnapping of his baby son that shocked the world in March 1932 took place. Do you think they're even teaching about Charles Lindbergh anymore? No, never mind, just go. All right. (laughs) Also, there was those ties with socialism. Um, He was a communist. Um, The abduction of Guru is, it was... (laughs) Uh, It sounds so weird, the abduction of Guru. Oh, yeah. Um... I know when it came out, I didn't feel overly passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, because you're a bastard. No, that's you not have true. No feelings. That's not true. I, at the time, I didn't have that many feelings, but the whole episode went by later, and we still had no Grogu, and you said something to me that made it hit home. You were like, the story has advanced like by a few weeks, and we have no idea where baby Grogu is. Well, you don't know what's happening to him. Yeah. So... So, but again, it was it was. I have a lot of dramatic moments, not so much action type stuff, not so much fan feel type stuff. Um, my number one is not going to be what you think it is. I mean, you probably didn't care when ET was dying, did you? ET? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> nah, of course I didn't care. Um, get a better heart, son. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, it was uh, watching the the dark troopers come down and just snatch him so aggressively, and like our guy Mando wasn't even close, like wasn't even close. He didn't stand a chance. It's it's like you realize the whole time it's not even a battle. There's like eight dark troopers coming down. He wouldn't even had a chance. He didn't have a chance. Didn't have a chance. And boom, he's gone. And you just you just. And then I'm tying into that, of course. You know, now that I think about it, that's why they had him take his jetpack off. Are you kidding me? Well, I just thought about that. I talked about this on that episode. I talked about that on that episode. We talked about like how it took him so long, and I was like, "Oh, oh, because he has jetpack." Yeah, you don't remember this? It just clicked. It just clicked. It should have clicked when I said it out loud on the podcast a month and a half ago. It just clicked. I don't listen to you a lot of the time. I apparently not. And then I tied into that. I tied into that the destruction of the Razor Crest. Lowest moment 
for our guy Mando Din Now see, now hang on. I don't uh, think that's fair. I can tie it Wait, in. No, I can no, tie no, it no. in. You gave me grief because I ranked it at number I think nine. Same episode. No, no, same no, 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 scene. No, 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 no. Yes, it's the you, same you scene. You gave me grief because I put it at number nine, but I have I have what you're talking about right now at number three. So we're the exact. How did I get ahead of you? Is it three? I don't know. I can't read my writing. Five. Five. I had it number five. No, Did you're on. You're on your it? three. Yeah, yeah. It was. Qu- you don't listen to me. Oh. But what sure. I'm saying is, you can't. Come on. Those are two separate things. Same scene. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't. What am I gonna do? I can't have. I can't put something on the back burner. It's the same scene. It's all, all right. around our guy That's Mando. Cheating. It's all around the same group. I understand. It's not like. But I had to throw it in there, like it all was. Right. It just happened so close together that it all became my number three: the abduction of <laughs> the abduction of Groku, <laughs> and the Razor Crest destroyed. <laughs> oh wait, wait, I've got more. <laughs> Slash finding Grogu's little toy oh, ball, gear yeah. shifter thing yeah. and the Beskar spear. I have all. You know, of they, that a lot of people three. said that um, Mando should have gave that to him when he left with Luke. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That's a good point. if you yeah. thought about it, yeah. Um, but I I think if they reunite somehow, that'll that'll play into it. Yeah, that or or well, you'll see or Grogu's gonna be like going no, through his I, pack and find it. No, I don't think. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think maybe I know what'll happen. You'll see in season three, he'll he'll look at it and. And reminisce. You'll know that he's thinking of Grogu. And baby Grogu's going to force choke him and take that thing right out of his hand. <laughs> he's going to hologram yeah. force choke him. All right. Um, <coughs> my number two is Grogu says goodbye to Mando. And I also included the elevator scene as he's leaving. Okay. That's fair. That's, that's that fair. fair. Yeah, because, that's fair. I mean, all right. all right. So that's all the goodbye. Yeah, and so that that's a sad moment, right? I mean, hopefully yeah. you felt something there, you heartless, heartless. No, no, man. no. I, and our, uh, our, I mean, know, we Mando, can just spill the beans right now. Mando takes the helmet off oh! to let Baby Grogu, you know, gently caress <laughs> the side of his face, um, and then uh, you know, and to this point, we know Grogu hasn't seen his face, and right, so they, right. they other had a than moment. the little, other than the little chin part, yeah. and like uh, Luke, Luke walks away, and you see Baby Yoda or Grogu, you know, looking back over his shoulder at him. Similar, different circumstances. Similar, similar to season one, as he's in the cradle. And he's mm-hmm. being handed off to the to the doctor, and he's looking over his shoulder at him. Um, but this was two different circumstances. That's a nice little but, connection. Good right? job, Brian. Um, but then, the, I, you know, I said the elevator scene because it's such a night for me. That's like an iconic shot of yeah, Luke With the elevator. Yeah, you got Luke yeah. R two, and he's holding. Um, it is an iconic shot. He's You're holding right. yeah. uh, Grogu. Yeah. It, just the way that's framed, it looks really good. It, it looks like something you'd see like on a trading card or something. Yeah. Um, but Which then also, and then also just the, you know, again, the shot back at, at, um, Mando as he's, you know, t- choked up. I think we, did we get a tear? Oh, we got a tear. I think we got we a tear. We got a tear from Pedro. Um, so again, I mean, that, yeah. that had to be there. Before I get to mine, just something on Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Um, 
I'll be honest with you. When when some of the when we, when you started to hear some of the rumors over the summer, and we, we talked about them a little bit, but not much. And I'll be honest with you, maybe we did talk about them, and those are episodes that are we got we deleted. But 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 there were those there were those concerns somewhat about Pedro's um, lack of in. Uh, enthusiasm with playing Dinjar and with the mask on. Man, Pedro Pascal did a absolutely phenomenal job at, as our guy Mando Dinjar and mask on, mask off. Um, when he took that mask off, that dude, that dude can act. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, you don't have to say a lot of stuff, you know, like. You you can act through your through your facial expressions, and yeah. that guy has learned to do that very well. Um, well, that character, you know, because the mask is on, you know, the majority of the time, it adds it adds something when it's off. That's right? true. That's and, true. And so that's why I hope they don't, you know, keep taking it on and off. Um, they probably will now that you know he's going to be with Bo-Katan and them. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, that'll probably be about as as special as as it's ever been. But yeah, I also, with that, feel it. feel confident that um, Pedro Pascal is a is a is very equipped to handing uh, handling the role, and excited to seeing him mask on, mask off in the future. No, no, whatever the writers decide. All right, your number, my number two, two, um, same as yours. Didn't grow goodbye. Helmet remove. Den needing permission to go with Luke is what I wrote down. So exact same yeah, thing as you. Yeah. No need to rehash it. It was absolutely. It was. All right. It was so let's just say special. our number one together. Yeah. Luke Skywalker. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yep. Well, and, and I have just a just a touch You're of extra break detail. the whole thing down. Go ahead. No. Um, the X wing. And and, no. and 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 I broke this down and I talked about yeah. how emotional I got in our last episode with Chad and and I and and I did. I really did. And and. Yeah. and you know, you probably did to an extent as Pablo well, Hall, whether no, or not you not want to admit it. Agree. Um, with you showing your emotion. Yeah, well, Pablo is not a Star Wars <laughs> uh, person. If if you don't get emotional seeing Luke in the in the way that we saw him, um, this has been this has been building for you know yeah. now close to a wanted. decade it, for, yeah. for years, and and they chaptered the way they chaptered it up really just kept. Um, yeah, it, it helped that emotion build. Yeah. Is it? Oh, I think it is. Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah, and and it was moving, and it was it was it was a touching moment of of respect to yes. Luke, the, to character the character of Luke right. that that we've missed, and and it and it was done really well. I mean, that hallway scene with great. those dark troopers, yeah. and again. It didn't take anything away because the dark troopers weren't actually stormtroopers. They weren't people. They were just souped up droids, right? Right. They were souped up droids. So seeing him, well, first off, it was powerful because Din Djarin struggled with one. Yeah, they're very strong. Yeah. And Luke wiped them out. Yeah. But it also didn't take anything away like, oh, oh, those are people. And, yeah. and I mean, I never later he become but... Yeah, but there's people out there that are like, you know, Luke becomes well, they a, pa- a pacifist in oh, his later right. life. Yeah. And, you know, he, is this the Luke that, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like it struck a fair chord. Yeah. Because he wasn't like Luke just 
you know, blasted away yeah. human beings. It was the, it was dark troopers. Droids. So I thought yeah. that was yeah, I thought that was a good balance them. there. And I mean, come on, dude, you. We talked about the the reference between that and the Darth Vader scene in in Rogue One. Him picking up that that darks uh, uh, um, force grabbing the yeah the and just trooper just crushing him, him force crushing him yeah just so impressive. You know, and then, and then obviously you get to the scene after, uh, which is what we, which is our number two. Yeah. Goodbye. So it was it was it was great. Yeah. I mean, to your point, they did a really good job building it up. You had the X wing come in, and again, you had you know you had the green lightsaber, you had um, you had the hand, you had the belt buckle, you know, and then he, he comes all the way through, and he comes in, and he you know takes his uh, takes his hood off, and and it's Luke, you know. Um, it was great. It was fantastic, and it's yeah. what it's what we wanted. We got to see him use the lightsaber. Number one, the green lightsaber, which right. was fantastic right. yep. to see that lightsaber. Number two, to see um, to see him use the lightsaber, and then also see him use the force. Am I you got a little bit of everything right. a there? Little bit of, am I a crazy person? But it did, and I'm sure they did right. But it seemed like it. It was how I would feel like Luke would wield a lightsaber. They had everything yeah, it was done. It was perfect. Right. Yeah. The, the, everything was he done. He looked, right. he was still wearing, you know, like the black, like Return of the now, Jedi. Now I'll say this. Much like how Princess Leia was done in Rogue One. Are you going to talk about CGI? Yeah. It doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm happy we got Luke. I am too, um, but I feel like it, it would have hit more home for me if he'd walked through the elevators Grab Grogu, you know, got Grogu, got Grogu, but there wasn't that much of a back and forth. I could have done with a little less, kind of not great CGI. Uh, I Luke. was all right with it. I like to see here's what I like. I like too to see for, other for, for, characters well, in Star Wars to witness. Here's like, my, well, I hang don't on, need let me to finish. see the CGI. No, face but let me finish. Besides the them. face, that's not what I'm saying. Uh, for me, I liked the idea of having, you know, I. Other Star Wars characters witness Master Luke and see the greatness of Luke Skywalker, and then again they did have that opportunity to meet him at the end. But you had to have that exchange because you had to have that whole conversation between Mando and Luke, knowing that you know Mando needed to know that Grogu is going to be okay. No, I get that, but you could have done it with like his his. Cover over his head. Right. And less face. Well, come on. What do you want? But what if you're you not going to do it perfectly, I'd rather I'd rather not be distracted. Okay, by Ryan it to an Johnson. Extent. All right, we'll just <laughs> okay, kill. We'll yeah, just make him a douchebag and okay. just end the whole so thing. Here, here's the thing. Now that we're so on, this that, is our number one. And you're pulling all over it because you didn't like this. It's my CGI. number one. It's both of our number ones. Yeah, I mean, I'm not pulling. It's my number one for a reason. I love it. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have anything against it. I don't like you. That's extremely hurtful. Okay, so here's now. This is a question that I have. All right. Find the question, and we and then we got to pound these. We got to pound the honorable mentions, and I have some more. I have, new, I have new character shoutouts. What? It's going to be a long episode, guys. Just buckle up. <laughs> I have new. I, I didn't even tell you about this. I have new character shoutouts. I got shout stuff outs. to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, D. Um, okay. I got to find my. I gotta oh find my Lord! Crap. Come on, what's going okay. on? There was a there was a reunion there. That I never even thought about. Okay. In the scene that we're talking about. Luke comes in. Who else is in that room? You had Bo-Katan. Yeah. 
You had Moff Gideon. Yeah. Oh, wait. You know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I think you're wrong because none of them knew each other. Is Boba Fett not in that room at that no, point? No, he's gone. He was on the ship and he left. Okay. See, I was maybe you're right. I was thinking Are you that Boba had too many memes when it shows like them passing each other. In no, space. I was thinking that there was a boat. I think no, I was thinking was that Boba there. Fett was in that room no. and then Luke came in and no. like, okay, all right, so that's done. Move on, moving on, <laughs> moving on. All right, honorable mention number one for me. Oh, okay. let's just don't even you know. Here's my opinion. You're gonna roll through all yours. Just hit all yeah, yours. Okay, and I'll roll through mine. But right, don't, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go quick. Let's not elaborate. Okay. Cobb Banth explaining uh, the downfall of Mouse Pelgo. I, I like that. You saw Death yeah. Star number two, uh, number two blowing up. Yeah. And then you had the mining colony taking over right away. That was my only thing okay. from episode one. Um, the spiders attacking in the next yeah. episode. I that thought that was good. really cool. Yeah. Razor Crest was beat the heck up. They were, and it was close, man. Like, they, as the doors were closing, there were spiders getting through, like, the uh, crawl spaces. That one was a great one. Um, let's see. Um, honorable mention, Moff Gideon, Takeover Control Room by, oh, yeah, Moff Gideon. Um, is that, okay, I, I, I'll just, I'm just going to move on because they're Henry. Um, <laughs> TIE Fighter, Speeder Bikes, Razor Crest, TIE Fighter. Oh, The Escape from Navarro. That was an episode we haven't talked about. I wouldn't have honorable mention. The Escape from Navarro. Yeah, that's the, the Siege. That's the one where we saw... Um, the Scout Racers. Uh, that's the Grief Karga, Cara Dune episode. Yeah, I have that. With, have that the, um, with the uh, Mithril guy. Yeah. Hold your um, place. Let me hit a couple of mine. Go. Little, so, uh, Fett first appearance. That was in the first episode. Um, Cobb Vanth, see the Boba Fett armor, like you said, some of the backstory there. Fett meets Mando. Um, R2-D2. I didn't expect to see R2-D2, so seeing him uh, was a surprise. Um, clone tanks, like you said earlier, um, and the M-Count. And the Scout Trooper Trace, which you just mentioned. I got a few more, but now you continue. All right, we are talking about TIE Fighter. Um, now going on to Chapter 13, the Jedi. Um, oh man, is this like a chapter by chapter honorable? Yeah, mention? it is. Yeah, Ahsoka opening. Uh, Ahsoka opening. I, that was not one of my moments. It yeah. almost got really close to one of my moments, but it was great. Okay. Um, this would have been my number eleven if I had one. Was the Ahsoka opening with the stealth and the fog and the yeah, way she I was, that was one of and, my the, tops. and the way that she yeah. looked. Okay. Um, the Ahsoka Force explanation. The talk of Yoda. Yeah. Grogu's history, the Anakin Again. reference, the yeah. Anakin reference. That yeah. was one we, we didn't talk about on training. Ahsoka fighting in the city uh, yeah. with um, Lang, um, Mando, and that show down there, and then listening to the fight. Remember right. that one? That right. was great. That was good. And then you got, we didn't talk about this, shame on us both. You ready? Thrawn. That's all my honorable mention. Okay. All right. All right. Let me all hit right. a couple Go. more of mine. Yours. Uh, I had the book of Boba Fett as an honorable mention. I do, I I have yeah. it. I do too. Um, so I, again, it, see, it would have made my number. It would have been in my top ten. But I don't think I an after feel credit like it was, thing should be part of. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. but I, I did have it on there as honorable mention. Uh, and also seeing Bib Fortuna there as well, and seeing you know his his ending. Um, I have uh, Fett drops the seismic charge. That was cool. Not mine. Um, Mando takes helmet off at terminal. Eh, you know, even as I wrote that, I was like, man, I hope they don't keep doing stuff like that. 
Fett gets his armor back and Thrawn, and then I only got two more, so I'm going to say them. Okay. Mando versus the Dark Trooper, and Mando, um, the whole Mando Dark Saber Bo Katan thing. Oh, yeah. Um, to great. me, that's cool because that also yeah. does set up some of the issues next we're going to have in, yeah. in the next season. All right. All right. Slave One being introduced, yeah. the top moment. Um, just seeing it that's from cool. where yeah. they were. Yeah, it, was, it was awesome visual seeing Slave One come in. Um, Grogu reaching out when he actually yeah. figured yeah. out how to reach out. It? Like that was a cool scene. That was great. Like yeah. it was, it was, it was a great scene because even our guy Mando was like, you know, well, I don't know what to do, and then it just boom, it happened, yeah. and Grogu figured it out. I thought that was great. Um, ta- 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 ta. Uh, Razor Crest destroyed. Finding oh, got that. Um, Oh, the Boba chain code thing with the family. Yeah. I like that, but it also creates more questions. I like that Boba Boba explained my father was Django. He was a foundling. Here's our chain code. I love that history there. Yeah. But I think it also creates more questions as far as who a Mandalorian is, uh, what a Mandalorian is, and we'll talk about that on future episodes. Um, the... Nope. Um, okay. Um, oh, I talked about that. I think the Mayfield snipes out the shot to the Rodian, um, and he says, "Got to sleep tonight." I think I talked about that. Yeah, you I? did. You included it as part of the your slave thing. one seismic charge. I think that was one of yours, wasn't it? Yes, I just said it. Um, <laughs> Mando sure. stopping fighting Dark Trooper Beskar spear. Um, yeah. Mando stopping. When he when he when he killed the oh dark yeah trooper yeah with, oh yeah that was a great scene there where he got there just in time only one dark trooper came through yeah. I went back and watched that Chad was right you did see, see that Beskar yeah. spear um, but that was that was amazing um, and my last honorable mention is the book of Boba Fett uh, Jabba's palace bid Fortuna Boba Fett not who we thought he might be yeah. and that was that was something oh wait I'm not, not done uh, Boba Fett. You know, I, I fell in love with Boba Fett in this season two Mandalorian because I'm like, well, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. But he is not. Man. He does not appear to be a good guy. Um, uh, I enjoyed the Cara Dune and X-Wing pilot conversation. That guy's name was Carson. Uh, they brought up um, Alderaan in that conversation. Um, the X-Wing pilots with uh, our guy Mando when he was they were rescuing him, he talked about how, like, we're not going to arrest you because you did this for us. Um, Boba, great line. Boba couldn't go into the um, to the Imperial Station because he says they would recognize my face. Um, and then Moff Gideon explaining the Darksaber ritual to Din Djarin and the importance of winning it in battle or to arrival. And that is it. Oh, my new character shoutouts. Those are all my new character shout-outs. I liked Morgan Elsbeth, and I liked the history there for Morgan Elsbeth. Um, I feel like she has some cool hi- cool history there. She's a person who goes in and uh, takes over planets and just bastardizes them for the good of the Empire. Um, Cobb Vanth. Uh, okay, he was cool, but I didn't like him that much. I really liked uh, Morgan Elsbeth's bodyguard, played by Ben. Um Bodyguard Lang, I like that character. And then I, I really enjoyed the uh, X-Wing pilot, um, Carson. 
New there characters that I enjoyed I like that. in nice uh, Mandalorian 2. All right. So we're going to jump into some trivia, um, Star Wars trivia. Uh, you know, we had gotten some fan mail from Dave Neffelkamp, and um, he mentioned the Star Wars trivia. And so we're going to bring it back. Now, I will say, Jacob doesn't want me to do this, but I am going to do this. You. On an episode that we did not release, we actually did this. And for the record, I won't give the score, okay? It's even worse if I don't give the score. For you, just give. It's, I'm okay with it. Give the score. Right. It's not that far. Apart. We played basically five rounds, um, and I am up eighteen to fourteen. Okay. That said, however, we are going to start from scratch for whatever reason Jacob wants to, and so so that's it. That's in the past. We're playing the. Um, we're doing the questions from the Star Wars Black Series Trivial Pursuit game. There are. Uh, he'll get a card, and I'll get a card, and we'll just use that for our questions. There are um, six categories: the Katina, um, which is scenes, aliens, camos, the cameos, the Force. For every action, there's a reaction. Heroes, villains, and scoundrels, all the main characters. There's the Saga, which is movie plots, a galaxy far, far away, which is planets, cities, buildings, vehicles, etc. Yeah. And then hyperspace, which is an orange card. Well, and I think one thing different that we're gonna do is we're not gonna like. You know, we're trying to get the most out of these questions, right? So we're yeah. not like picking a category. We're gonna do. We're gonna do one of each. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, we're gonna work do our way down each. Basically, uh, I have to answer a full card, and, and Jacob has to answer a full card. So, all right. So here we go. Um, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I would so much put, rather you play go along. First. Keep score for yes. yourself. We'll and give see you guys. If you're better I'm than I'm going to do my best to try to give you guys a, a minute to answer because I hate that. I'm okay. Like, you know, All right. Okay. Um, am I going? You're going to ask or am I? Asking? I'll ask. I'll okay. ask. I have okay. it right here. So this is blue. We're starting off the cantina scenes, aliens, and cameos. Um. Uh, this is tough, I think. Who is the first to fire a blaster at a Minoc? Oh, it's not that tough. Uh, it's Han Solo. 50% chance. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. It was in the asteroid. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what, Minocs live in asteroids. Thank you for that extra. Uh, can you name the I don't movie? Think, I don't think exclusively. Um, I don't know. I don't think exclusively. All right. We don't know. Which? Who would have been someone else? Uh, I think Leia shot too, or Chewie did. Yeah, I thought that's my point. Yeah, you had literally a one in three chance. Was this was C three PO out there blasting Minox? Uh, which creatures inspire? You're on the blue, right? Yeah. Okay. Which creatures inspire Han Solo's complaint? I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Ewoks. Oh no 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 Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thanks for that little bit of grace there. All right. I appreciate that. Go ahead. And, and the other thing is you're like, I'm going to give my people you know, a second here to answer. Immediately. Ewoks. <laughs> like, no, not even like as soon as I said the question. <laughs> Lord help me. Who tells Anakin Skywalker as the pod race is about to start, 
ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Feel, don't think. Should I do an English no, accent no, with no, no. it? Uh, so I'm giving my our listeners a second here, but I'm ready. Qui Gon. They are looking for the actor. Oh, the actor, mm-hmm. Liam Neeson. God. It was it was the it was the character, but I was hoping yeah, I could well, you. <laughs> All right, that's cheating. All right. Ridiculous. These are uh, so easy for you. Yeah. So next, what? I'm oh, sorry. Who happens to be tethered to Jango Fett when he boots the bounty hunter off a slippery ledge? So far, I feel like these are all easy. Say it again. <laughs> Who happens to be tethered? That means like, you know. Tied to. Yes. Got it. To Django Fett. Now, that's Boba Fett's. I understand father. it. Attack of the Clones. Go. When he boots the bounty hunter off a slippery ledge. I mean, come on. Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes. Were you really screwing around? I don't remember the meaning. Tethered Kamino. together. Yeah. I know. I, I know the Then same. they're sliding down the they're thing. They're tethered together. Yes. Where are they tethered? On the on his boot or something, or I can't remember where, but that's when they're sliding down the thing too. Oh, oh, because yeah. Obi. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, yeah, he does the grappling hook thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now your turn. Okay. Um. Who? This is ridiculous. Who remembers Anakin Skywalker as the best star pilot of the galaxy? The best star pilot in the galaxy. Who remembers him as? The best star pilot of the galaxy. The way you're saying that, I feel like it's throwing me off. Um... I get it's uh, Obi Wan. Dead black. Yeah. <laughs> you're throwing me off when you're doing that. That was by design. <laughs> All right. Okay. This one here you're not gonna get. I don't feel like. Maybe you will. I'm not good with this stuff. Who flies as Red Two during the attack on the first Death Star? I mean, I only know like three people <laughs> from that one. So. <laughs> There's a shot then. Red 5 standing by. That's Luke. Luke is Red 5, right? I'm not going to say, because I think that's one of the next questions. That's correct. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just going to have to guess somebody because I don't know that many people. Um. <laughs> It's not Porkins, I don't think. Is it Porkins? Tell me if it's Is Porkins. Is that your answer? No, just What's say. What's your answer? No, g- just give me a hint. No, I'm not going to give you a hint. That's, That's a hint. Is it Porkins? Yes I'm or no? I'm not giving you a hint. What's the number? Two. Red two. Red two standing. I can see Porkins' <laughs> fat rear just sitting there. Red two standing by. He's got like food on his mouth. It's not Porkins. It's, um, um, it's not Wedge, I don't think. Get out of the wedge, you know, Um. Oh, I need an answer. I got Biggs, an Biggs, Biggs. Final answer? Yeah. Wedge and Tilly. Son of a! <laughs> <laughs> so that's your first one you missed. So, three to two. Three to two! Alright. Ready? Oh, it's your turn. Yeah, go ahead. My turn. Your turn for my turn. Um. Don't lie, just make up your own question. <laughs> 
What's George Lucas's dog's name? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who, according to C-3PO, detects no trace of Leia at the speeder bike crash site on Endor? R2. Who, according to C-3PO, detects no trace of Leia? Correct. Yeah. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for giving yourself the easy card and me the... You picked right same deck. Go to H card. All right, here we go. What... Is Luke Skywalker's call sign during the Battle of Hoth? Red Bot. You want to finish? During the Battle of Hoth. Is it the same as Battle of Endor? <laughs> what is Luke Skywalker's call sign during the Battle of Hoth? Red 5 standing by. I think that's the first Death Star. Right? Right? I don't think you know what it is. Hoth? What were they saying? Give me a number. I'm not giving you hints. Yellow six? <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'll ah. tell you I'll tell you this. You want okay. me to give you a hint? Yes, give me a hint. There are no numbers. Okay. You better not get it now. No, no numbers? No no numbers. I don't know if it's because they're flying different ships. Like, why all of a sudden are there no numbers? But, but go ahead. Maybe because they're... I think it's because they're different ships. I don't know. I don't know. Let's not waste our audience's all time. All right, so you don't, I don't know? know? I don't know. Uh, Rogue Leader. Oh, you... <laughs> all right. I should have known that. Shame on me. Oh, thank... <gasps> this is ridiculous! <laughs> Which city is home to Watto's junk shop? <laughs> uh, well, I almost said the planet, but Moss Eisley. I don't think that's it. Is it... I'm, I'm, the, I'm helping it. you. Yeah, I know. The other option is Moss Espa or whatever it's called. But I'm going to say Eisley. I, I stuck with I said okay. Eisley. Fine, it's Moss Espa. So, you don't get that one. You don't get that one. That's mine. I knew that one. That's right. Moss Eisley is where Obi-Wan and Luke went. Okay, thank you. you. It's all the same. It's not the same. It's all the same. All right. Which which twosome travels together from Hoth? Oh, okay. I got this. To the Dagobah system. Luke and R2. Yes. Finally a layup. Yep. Oh, should give you a point for it. Oh my gosh. This is ridiculous. Why do you get all the easy that ones? That was an easy one. You got an easy one. I, I, what object has Owen Lars kept Obi-Wan Kenobi from giving to Luke Skywalker? Lightsaber. And by object, Anakin's I mean lightsaber. what lightsaber? <laughs> Anakin's lightsaber. Ridiculous! <laughs> uh, five, or six, five. One, two, three, four. But, so I still have one more after that? Yeah. No, that's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait. Oh, you have a question for me still, yeah. No. One, two, three, four, I read all five, your questions. Six. I only have five points. Did I miss one? I yes, miss you missed Moss Espa. I'm sorry. I'm just used to being correct all the time. Who sits opposite Qui-Gon Jinn at Shmi Skywalker's table during dinner? Who sits opposite? <laughs> Who sits across from the table? <laughs> 
This is a guess. I gotta figure out who's there. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of crazy. Well, Jar Jar, who's its opposite? <laughs> C-3PO's there. Jar Jar's there. Shmi's there. It's not Shmi. It's not Anakin. I think it's I think it's Padme Amidala. Final answer? Yeah. It is. Yeah! Oh, that's a good one. I don't think I would have got that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I knew it wasn't Jar Jar because he grabs his tongue yeah, from right, across right, the right, table. Right. And, and Shmi's on the other end. Yeah, and I feel like um, in Obi-Wan, is he sitting next to... I don't know. I don't know if I would have got that one. That's a good one. Wait, All right, no, I, so, I, would like you to, I would like you to finish that thought. What? Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan wasn't there. He there, wasn't there you go. Yeah, I He's forgot. sitting on the... Where's your card? Did you don't throw it away? We need these. All right. So, um, the score, Jacob, tied up is not. It's five to four. What do you mean it's five to four? (laughs) You missed. You missed two. I missed one. I missed the Moss uh, Moss Eisley one. Or I said Moss Eisley. You missed both the call sign ones. Rogue leader and wedge and tilly. I got screwed. So there you go. Five mm-hmm. to t- we got to end that. We're not done. Five to four. Um, we'll we'll do this each week, and we're gonna keep keep the score going. Yeah, as long as you don't cheat. I'm not cheating. All right. So hey, uh, if you made it this far again, we really do appreciate it. We are back. We appreciate you listening. Um, and I'll end with go Bucks. No, no, no. Who that? Who that? Who that? Follow Star Wars Rant on Facebook and rate them on your favorite podcast player of choice.